Everyone, welcome back to another 31-minute podcast. It's a solo one today. Well, sort of solo. Jackson, you've been sick. Yes. You been have. Ter- yeah, been yeah. sick. Feel all right now? Yeah. It's good? Yeah, pretty good. A few sleep-ins. Yeah. Sometimes I don't know if you're faking or not. <laughs> so you can sleep in. I was in bed going, I swear Dad's going to say I'm faking this. Yeah. Tara got it and then um, she said, don't hold summer because mm. she was sick. And I was like, oh, it's just baby sick. It's fine. And then... Yeah, I've been in bed since like Thursday morning. Yeah. I haven't really left. But. You're loving it, aren't you? Really <laughs> secretly. <laughs> First day was like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> After that, that just sucks. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to have you back. <clears throat> I hope you're not making me sick now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the power of consistency. I think in life you've got to have something that you're really good at, whatever that is. And consistency is like the gap. But we talk about discipline. People go, you've got to be real disciplined and uh, execute and la, la, la. But unless you're consistent around whatever you want to do, then one, you won't achieve it. But two, the, you won't be disciplined because I think disciplined is a trained thing. But when you're really interested in something, that's when you become consistent because it's like you want to do it. Your energy's flowing in that direction. And when people are like trying to get out of things or... You know, just doing it half-cocked, it's like a bit half-baked. They're just not that keen. It's not your thing. I read a great book a while ago called Outliers, and it says that success has nothing to do with talent or very little to do with talent. Sure, you've got to be reasonable at the thing. But it's, and it has the formula for why people achieve success. And even when kids are competing, six months can make a huge difference. So when they had all these ice hockey things, kids in there most of the world champion when i say world champion most of the well first grade whatever they call first grade ice hockey people they were born in the first half of the year not the second half of the year because the cutoffs were like january or something so and it broke all this down and one thing that was in there was the 10,000 10, hour rule it's called i think it's called the matthew rule and it says that once you give 10,000 hours of focused effort to something, you become an expert. And it had other people, so it tracked... And this, this book was... Like Malcolm Gladwell wrote it, but it also was studies done on lots of different things. Violin players, where kids grew up, where, um, like, the families, the type of families, high income, low income... Um, different races and training as well. And training was a really interesting thing. The kids who trained more as they got older became basically became pro athletes or became the best in their field. The ones that trained a lot in the beginning but then eased off a little bit once they hit the sort of 13, 14 mark, they actually notched down their training. They become like teachers. So they become like professional amateurs sort of thing so in the middle like coaches and things like this um and then it had people that just didn't make it they just didn't train enough as time went on so it's all about the the consistent approach to something so if you want a goal it's not so much are you going to achieve the goal it's how committed are you to the daily steps towards it and you can't skip a beat because the habit of consistency is really easily lost just by even a few days, a week, two weeks, 
And then all of a sudden you lose that momentum. And I really think it's about energy momentum, not just about doing the tasks. So when you set something that you really want to achieve, whatever that is, so even if we're talking about myself, my body at 55 years old is what I've sort of got my sight, well, not sort of, it's what I've got my sight set on. So every day I'm training one body part to full failure all the time. But there's other things that are attached to that. And I, you know, there's days I just don't want to go. And look, I'm not saying I'm the person you should be looking at to do this, but uh, I've learned a lot about my real estate career, becoming number one, what that took. I look back and then you apply it to anything in your life. And then you've got to have a little bit of a recipe and a formula. But without the consistent part, it's like trying to bake a cake without stirring the ingredients. It just doesn't work. So when you set something, and sometimes you might be in a position where you're not exactly sure what you want to do, and that's fine. I would say maximise where you're at and start really doing like outside of work, say. So like if you want to become happier, I know that's a very general thing, but if you want to become happier or more financial, you don't go and just leave your job and then go wander around the, the world and hopefully find the answer. But what you might want to do is start developing a morning structure that you really enjoy. And it could be as little as 30 minutes of breathing, a cold shower and a brisk walk, something like that. Because if you didn't do it before, that is a big change in itself. But then you've got to hold it and stick to it. And then as things progress, you've got to protect it like nothing else. Because what quite often happens is life takes over and then people get not as focused about protecting their time and their habits and oh, I'll sleep in tomorrow morning rather than say I'll go to bed earlier the night before. So I reckon there's a price to pay for consistency and that price is discipline. But they go hand in hand. When you become enthused with something, so whatever that is, if it's becoming number one at your work or if it's becoming financially free, or if it's becoming fitter, you set a target. You might write a vision, it's up to you, but you set a target. You say, that's what I'm going to achieve. Don't put a date on it. I don't, I don't really like the date on it thing. You just set the goal. And then you've got to work out what it's going to take to get there. So who has done it before? And you've got to look at these other people. Basically, my whole career, I just copied people. So in real estate... Earlier on, I got my hands on the top 10 agents in McGrath, this is before I was McGrath, and a video, and I used to just watch what they said. Every morning at 4.30, I'd wake up, put the video in. It wasn't a long video, it was maybe 45 minutes, and I'd watch most of it every morning, and I'd listen to what they say, and I'd get an idea, and I'd put it into my next bit of formula. So over time, you're going to develop this success formula, but you can't do too much at once. So if you're looking to get fitter, you want to probably change your habits a little bit. And what does that take? That's going to take a little bit of exercise, of course. So you've got to fit that into your day somewhere. That's a daily commitment. But then you've got to look at your nutrition. So what do you do with nutrition? I thought I knew about nutrition before until I met Mick and Tommy. I had no idea, honestly, no idea. But by watching someone like myself and going, okay, well, what's, where's Matt going with this stuff? Because I spent so long trying to put all this stuff together. One idea, Mick or Tommy, 
people contact me about the pods and nutrition plans all the time and I just give them their contact details because I'm still on that path of what works, what's working. And I talked to Tommy actually yesterday and said, I want to get a little bit more fat in areas, um, my face, um, not so much around my belly, but I was getting a bit too lean. And he's like, no problem. He took about half a day, adjusted my meal plan, and now we've upped different parts of it, up the nuts, up the ABC butter, up some of the carbs at night, which I wasn't doing before, just little tweaks. But you might hear an idea from me and go, all right, well, this guy's been chasing success for the last 30 years in different areas and applying it to different parts of his life. I'll listen to this. What does he say? And if I want to get fitter, okay, he's exercise. Everyone knows how to exercise, so go do that. And you might want to either download an app of some sort or you might just want to start walking. You might want to do anything. I just started running on a treadmill years ago. That's all I started doing and then posting 30 minutes done and then I'd learn a little bit more so that's one part but then if nutrition is such an important part what you're going to take out is just as important as what you're going to put in so how you're living today it's a reflection of your previous choices so where you're at today your health your financial position your the way you look your energy the job that you have your performance in all of that your relationship it's all your past choices leading to this moment. So the great part about it is you can say, well, I want to change this part of my life. And you can set a new target, but now you've got to get serious. You have to say first, what do I need to do as steps to get there? Because anyone can set a goal, but if you don't know how to get there, it's a bit like driving to, driving to Melbourne but not having a map. You just don't know where you're going. You're just driving around streets and you might ask a few people like, how do I get here? They try and tell you, but you can't remember it. So you've got to put together a little bit of a plan, just a small one with a few daily steps because your day is a snapshot into your future. So if you want to become this person in the next three years or whatever time, two years, three years, five years, if you want to achieve this outcome, what are the daily steps that you can do today? Now, What do they look like? And then you're going to slowly add to them over time. So if you've been doing no exercise, drinking beer, eating big meals, and you're 20 kilos overweight, then that's an easy start because you could literally just keep eating as you are for now until you get to speak to Tommy or Mick or any of these people that know what they're doing. Halve your portions, daily bit of exercise. You don't have to go to the gym and work out in the public if you don't want to. You might just start with, I used to do um, a girl called Boho Beautiful on YouTube and she's a yoga person. So I used to do that at home years ago. And you might just download a few videos and say, what, do I, what can I do in the morning for 20 or 30 minutes that's gonna get me moving? It's not about doing heaps all at the start. It's about doing a bit and getting your energy moving in a different direction and then owning that space. And then the beers, you might cut them out. So just by those three adjustments, a little bit of exercise, half the portions, take the beer out, you started. And now that's how you're going to live your days. Every day, no rest days, no cheat days, no things like this. You're going to get so used to living like this that that becomes your base. And then over the next few weeks, you might talk to Tommy, the nutritionist, Now, he has a PhD in nutrition, specialised in nutrition and gut health for 40 years. Very knowledgeable man. 
So one meeting with him could save you literally 10 years of trying to work it out. So you would do that. And then he'd put a basic meal plan together. I've had three meal plans from Tommy now. I had the start one, then I had a really in-depth one, and now I've had an adjusted one. So I've had three over the last five or six months, maybe six months, something like that. So see how you can dial it in. But your consistency, so the commitment around, I'm going to do this every day until I work out the next step, is your job. That's exactly what you need to bring every day. Anyone can do that. You can do it. The only reason you won't do it is because you're lazy and won't be bothered or you're not managing your time correctly. So there's the only two reasons. So now you've got to protect that time, put a little bit of a bubble around it. I do my morning routine from about five in the morning, maybe a bit, for, bit before, um, sometimes a bit after if I went to bed a little later. Like, for instance, Tara wanted to watch some maths last night. I could tell she wanted a little bit of company watching maths. So I stayed up till about 9.15 last night, which is late for me. So today I got up at about five, so just naturally. And I, I say a lot on the thing about waking up without an alarm clock. You might not be able to do that if you've been waking up with an alarm clock all the time. But if you start to think about it and start to adjust your sleep, you will, over the next weeks, months, be able to do it naturally because you've adjusted your sleep routine to fit so you naturally wake up. I think that's one of the most important things you can do. Get enough sleep and then wake up naturally. Because when you don't, you're not ready to wake up. When your alarm's going, get up, that's like me ringing Jackson and he's asleep. He's not ready to get up. But yesterday, what time did you sleep? Till nine o'clock or something. Yeah. So he slept till nine o'clock because he was not feeling well. But if I got him up at 6.45 to do a video, he would have been behind the energy. So you want to wake up in front of the energy. This whole thing is an energy game. Once you start to see it, for what it is, your energy focus will be the most important thing. That's why drinking and taking drugs and even vaping, it's a dopamine hit and you're chasing that feeling. But once you see that living clean and having a structure to your day that keeps your energy really high, you become addicted to that. You really start to see things open up for you and opportunities find you, things start to change, you feel better, you feel like an attraction being rather than someone who's got to get out there and try and make it happen all the time. Sure, you do that still. Like I go to work every day and I do my thing and whatnot, but I'm in this zone now that I've sort of got really centred where things are flowing and I can tell what, why they're not and I can tell why that when they are. So when they're not, it's because of me and something might... You know, I might not be thinking the right way. I might not be feeling the right way. But when I click it back in again, things open up again and, you know, everything starts pouring back into your life really, really well. Results, people, opportunities, everything. So consistency is your end. Yeah, it's, it's your end of the bargain. It's your commitment. It's in your control. Then what that does is create discipline. Once you're disciplined around something, you have it set then. Because it's not a matter of, people say, gee, you're so disciplined. Not really. I just want the outcome that much. And I've been so consistent with it over time and protected my time. Been so consistent with it. The discipline is easy because I don't want to let myself off. I don't want to lose that energy momentum. You can feel it picking up and picking up and picking up and picking up all along the way. And then it's, then it's a matter of 
what next? So what's the next piece of the puzzle? Slowly, 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 slowly. So once you get used to the adjustment, if we go back to the person that wants to be fitter to lose 20 kilos, they've halved their portions, they've given up drinking and they've done a little bit of exercise and they've got really used to that, they're going to feel better over time. They're going to feel better even after a week, but one week, two weeks, three weeks, then they consult with Tommy, they get some pods from Mick, then they start to go for a cold swim every day. So not too much and that's all they're going to do for a while. They're going to stay there. And that's going to become part of their life also. And then you might, you might be like that, but what you're going to do then is drill down. So you might stay with that structure because you've got to work. It might be, a, you know, could be someone who works from eight in the morning to six at night. So you can't really do much with that time frame in there. You've got to work outside of that. But your meal prep might get better and better and better and better. Your understanding of nutrition might get better you might not go get the convenient food ever like i i just don't eat convenient food anymore i just make sure i'm i make it and prep it your exercise might get more intense you're going to learn more about it so although you've got 30 minutes to just go and exercise every day instead of going for the walk or doing what you're doing at the start of this whole process you're going to start intense training you're going to start resistance training possibly and you might start one or two body parts a day and do some abs or something like that. And then you've got this workout structure that's going deeper now. And I think that's really exciting when that starts, starts to happen because you're making progress. And when you're making progress, you're happy. You feel good. You feel fantastic. And literally, you go to bed that day. Like today, I'm so excited about going to sleep so I can do it all again. Like, that's where I've got to now. It's not about, oh, gee, I have to get through the day. I know the day's going to be good because I'm good. And it's all just a reflection of how you are. It doesn't mean things don't always, sometimes things don't go right, but you weather them much easily, much easier because you're feeling so good all the time. My number one objective now is to be super consistent, feel great, and just be excited about the next step. That's how I love living now. And what has that taken? It's taken a lot. It's taken life adjustments. It's, it's taken changing my entire life. It's taken, it's taken understand. Like you've got to spend time and go out and find people that are doing this stuff and learn and then be bothered to be out, put it in your life. But like, for instance, the meal plans, Tommy's stuff. I know I talk about them a bit, but you, you are what you eat. You look as you eat. If you eat rubbish for the next six months, you're going to look like rubbish. If you eat good stuff that someone's actually, that understands how it makes your body react, because your body's just a big machine. So what you feed it, it responds to. So when you, when you do all of this stuff, Tommy has even the timing down pat in his meal plans. So eat this at this time, eat that at this time, eat doesn't always work in the day it's not always completely practical but I can do it 90% of the time I reckon that's sort of how I am but why because I want to I want to look as good as he does at 59 he's amazing like literally everyone that comes in contact with him that I've seen they all go that guy looks incredible he's glowing but that's because he's glowing on the inside you know, Mick the Podman, you know, he's a walking advertisement for his, what he does as well. You know, he fasts and he eats these pods and all these stuff. So I've got all these pieces of the puzzle all being putting together to create the Matt Steinway life system, the 31-minute life system. It's more than just 31 minutes. It's, this is, it means commitment. It means 
there's a price to pay for anything that you want. And the funny thing is, if you make great choices along the way, you'll end up in a great spot, whatever that is. But you, you can spend the same amount of time making average choices and the, follow the impulse of drinking, follow the impulse of partying, follow the impulse of vaping, follow all this stuff. You, you can follow the impulse of that for sure because you're just looking for the hit. That's all you're looking for. Whereas on the other side, sure, it's a hit because you've – not the same though. It's, it's a hit because you've achieved that step, but it's a long-term hit. So one side on the good, on the good stuff that you're going to go on a journey of self-improvement, you are going to end up in a long-term amazing position. There's a price to pay for that upfront, I think. Whereas the other one, the reward's really short. So, you know, if we use Jackson as an example, every time he goes out, he spends all his money. Well, not all of it, but a lot of it. And he's like, oh, I wish I didn't spend that much. But he followed the impulse of going out and having fun. That's fine. He's young. He can do that. But he hasn't developed the muscle yet to say, you know what? I think I'm going to save that $800 and not go out. And I'll do something really amazing tomorrow morning. I'll go for a swim or I'll go for a surf or I'll go for, take some photos or do whatever. So you have this choice in every moment to go this way or this way, this way or this way. And I know one, one path leads to an amazing life and an amazing, amazing results and achieve all of the goals that you want pretty much. And, uh, and even if you don't achieve the exact goal that you set, the universe always delivers something better, I reckon. Whereas the other way, sure, it's fun, but, but that fun doesn't, it doesn't produce great fruit long term. That's sort of how it is. So the power of consistency means nothing more than get excited about a target and every day have a few little steps that you're following but don't let yourself off and do it over and over and over and over again. And if you can do that, your goal is pretty much guaranteed. Your life improvement is guaranteed and eventually you'll see that everything that you want is 100% linked to the decisions that you make in every moment to be consistent. That's how it works.